culture do? What can culture do? What is culture? Culture unites us. So hello and welcome to our final breakout session for today. The title of this breakout session is Design Society Through Cultural Collaboration. And of course, we've got a great speaker for that as well. Please let me introduce to you Zhao Rong. She's the Deputy Director of the Design Society Shenzhen in China. She's a graduate in art history from the Central Academy of Fine Arts in Beijing, Williams College and the University of Chicago in the U.S., And the Design Society is sponsored by the China Merchants Group as a pilot project to steer the company towards new cultural focus. And you already, in, on the main stage, heard um, Tim Reeve talk a bit uh, about the Design Society. So I'm very excited to, to hear your view. Yeah, I'm uh, very honored to be here today as well. Um, so I think it's a precious opportunity to share what we have been doing for the past six years in another city of the globe, uh, which is in a pioneer city of China in Shenzhen. And uh, um, I'm very honored to be invited in participating in the first uh, Martin Rose Symposium. During these two days of symposium, we have been discussing what can culture do. This is a topic that we usually neglect to answer, but it is indeed important because the answer to this question will guide our practice and what we will do will shape the future. I have the luck to work closely with Martin Rose on the projects in Shenzhen, China. Um, I met him in early 2012 when he was just appointed as the first foreign director of the Victorian Opera Museum. I was, the uh, I was then the project manager um, of a new cultural development plan initiated by China Merchants Group, looking for experienced partners to support this initiative. Uh, Martin and Tim Reeve were crucial in leading and steering the VNA uh, in engaging in this discussion and collaboration. And now after six years, the project has come into fruition. It's called Design Society. Mm -hmm. It's open to public last year on December the 1st. Martin is like a teacher to me, very charismatic, always wearing neatly suits after long overnight flights from other places around the world to Hong Kong. He's very straightforward and candid, establishing friendship beyond, beyond partnership. In discussing the collaboration between the V&A and the China merchants, we had lots of conversations. The conversation was always inspirational and pleasant. Martin always looks at culture back and forth from different perspectives, philosophical, social, political, or institutional. He's not taking the concepts of culture as a given, but constantly encourage us to think more broadly about the idea of culture. He could identify the role of culture played in entangled reality, trying to not only connect various cultures together, but also bridge the old and new. Old and new brought by technology advancement, change of generations, transformation in people's needs and mentality. The result of the conversation with the VNA is the six years in-depth collaboration, pioneer and unique in the sense we may call it. 
China nowadays there are hundreds of institutions that has been built or about to be built. All those facilities are created with the hope to promote the city via introducing landmarks or to prove the authorities' attention on elevating the quality of life. The biggest challenge we're facing right now are rather pragmatic. What do what will be the content for those institutions? Will there be enough qualified researchers, artists, or professionals to support this expansion of cultural facilities? How to equip other institutions with trained staffs? In these two days, we talk about what culture can do or culture institution can do. But I invite you to look at、uh, from institutional perspective what we have experienced as cultural institution. Financial cutting, shortage of excellent human resources, lack of enterprising experience, collections buried in storage, digital technology that is competing with the aura of the original, fast consumption of the cultural content, etc. It's a very struggling time for cultural institutions, as the measurement of institutional success has turned the focus sometimes to others like turnover. Business success or exposures. In this respect, it's very important to constantly remind and reiterate the common ethics and mission of cultural institutions. Under the spirit, after three years of discussion, we conclude with a collaboration model with the VNA, lasting for six years. This is also what we call starting phase, a tryout collaboration. The collaboration contains several parts: consultant, research, exhibitions, training, segment of a senior staff member. The idea is to use VNA with all its experience and expertise as a database to foster the establishment of a new design museum in China. In 2015, in collaboration with the VNA, we entitled the project and launched the Brand Design Society as a new cultural design platform. With this venue in Shenzhen, Shoukou, Design Society is to reconceptualize public institution into a more comprehensive vision, while offering abandoned cultural programs as a cultural venue for the city. It would like to play an active role to synergizing professionals and business, domestic and international, traditional and innovations,、um, design knowledge and social applications. There are lots of interesting outcomes from this collaboration. One of the most essential one is an exhibition entitled "Values of Design," which Tim has mentioned early on. The idea of this exhibition is to curate an exhibition with Vienna's collection of international design history, but also has relevance with the ongoing development in China. We set up collaboratively research trips and focus groups, inviting people in the industry, test ideas and objects. All the opinions and perspectives gives the shape of this exhibition. The process of doing research together, having scholars and curators to work long timely in China, really allow in-depth understanding to happen. And this happening nowadays turned into a public exhibition. The knowledge is passing on to the visitors. The most attractive part of this working process is you always have to shake your minds with very collaborative spirits. Which forces us to look at the art and design industry from different perspectives. 
Through this collaboration with the VNA, we also set up training programs for team members. We build connections with VNA colleagues via establishing co-working team and having shadowing programs. As a result, we currently have a very young, dedicated professional team with an a average age of 29, for which we are very proud of. 85% of the team member has studied abroad and back to China working in cultural industry, then enter our program, trained to enter the international museum discourse. Museums in China are considered as public cultural facilities that are divided from educational system. However, the museum is not only just cultural tourist destinations, more importantly, it offers great sources to support and foster public education in schools. In this respect, uh, as Tim also mentioned earlier, we work with the VNA extensively on public learning program. From the very beginning, we start to accumulate the connections, trust with the educational community locally through reaching out to them. Design the courses according to the need, bringing UK makers to create courses via working with students in China, etc. People who benefit most from this collaboration is really the team who worked on this project. The more you get open-mindedly, the more I can say you may receive from this collaborative working model. We believe museums and institutions in China should be, and they are becoming more considerate, inclusive, and broad-minded. To further deepening the impact of culture or the impact of cultural institutions, there are lots of challenges we are facing, and design society is what we are doing now. Yeah. So just um, a presentation, which I have been told I have been giving seven minutes for the presentation. And I have a book left on the chairs about uh, um, introductory material for Design Society. If you're interested, you can read. Yeah, now I'm living to you for the questions. Uh, yeah, so now we open up the discussion. What I would like to know more about is I've heard quite a bit about the learning programs. What, what do they look like? Like how can I imagine what kind of learning programs do you have? Okay, uh, so for the learning program is one of the key priorities we have been working uh, with also the VNA's team and lo locally with different kinds of uh, educational communities. Um, because uh, in China, uh, the public educational system, so students are taking regular courses in schools, and uh, the school want to bring in more and more uh, sources from the society at large and to support uh, the public school education. And on this end, and we have been successfully built a trust with schools. And uh, starting from the very beginning, and the VNA's team using uh, their methodology, basically, we go together to different uh, uh, independent educational entities mm -hmm. and also public schools and international schools. And we set up uh, uh, workshops with them to understand uh, uh, the needs and how they are having courses on their curriculums. And also, um, we set up a network between teachers who is interested in uh, doing creative courses in their schools. So we set up uh, like a cross-school mm -hmm. network between teachers. So all, all those kind of um, um, activities that we have been doing um, has drawn attention, and we also deliver courses in different uh, um, 
places. Um, so recently we have been looking at the opportunity to be involved in the official curriculum, mm -hmm. which we think is quite uh, uh, important because uh, um, to um, actually expand the power of the institution and to have a better usage of all the um, uh, research legacies or the objects legacies that an institution can have is something that uh, we are thinking will be the best out outlets for the cultural projects. So you feel like the, the schools are opening up and, yeah. and more interested in, in culture and in design than before? Yes. Uh, because they are um, offered with the sources uh, through a kind like a new, broader-minded uh, design of the courses system. Okay, thank you. Any questions? Thank you very much for your insightful uh, presentation. Um, I was wondering, since I've been uh, exchanging with colleagues from China um, mm -hmm. over the course of the um, last years, but I've never actually had a chance to realize a project there, um, mm -hmm. uh, I do uh, understand from uh, my conversations with those colleagues that um, the museum culture um, is very different from uh, certain museum cultures in, in Europe. So I was wondering... Um, it must have been very exciting to to come together from uh, with with people from the VNA and kind of uh, develop um, yeah a, a certain um, groove um, like a, a certain uh, working groove or methods to to work together and to exchange and bring that project on the way in the first place. And um, I'd appreciate if you could you know give us some more insights uh, on that. What did you learn? What you, what could you teach? Uh, to those colleagues and how did you find together? Well, um, back to 2012, I think there's well, lots of things that are happening um, by coincidence, but uh, it's also kind of like destiny, I would say. Um, the first time and the China merchants start, uh, well, they want to plan to have a cultural institution because uh, they have a background on the urban development. So they do sense um, in the future and to introduce the cultural factor into the urban development is very crucial in terms of create a more diversified um, urban landscape. Um, so... Um, we reached out to the VNA, and back then Martin was just appointed as the the the, the first foreign director of the VNA, and uh, Martin was also um, given by the Cultural Ministry of China as the uh, the uh, brilliant contribution of cultural exchange, uh, which is um, a quite uh, uh, special award from China's government. So Martin has a strong, enthusiastic. Um, perspective in working internationally, as you can see throughout this two days conversation, but also with China. Um, so he immediately sensed the, the relevancy of uh, the the to create such a kind of project as a continuation of VNA's legacy, because the funding mission of the VNA is more um, to. Um, 
to foster the understanding of design and to uh, train the designers and to uh, shape a better uh, creative industry, uh, which is quite relevant to the situation nowadays happening in China because China is considered as the factory of the world several years ago, but now appears itself more um, into an innovative uh, picture. Um, but uh, China has claimed itself from uh, the made in China to, to create it in China, have this kind of transformation. Um, so it's quite interesting. Uh, people start to pay attention to design and uh, um, we have a kind of like a linkage from a, a same intuition that what design can do uh, in fostering understandings and encouraging exchanges and also plays an important role in um, the society at large. And to get back to to the question, do you also feel that that there was something that you could teach that was new to to them, to the V&A, that you brought something from China that was, that they... it's a from. it's a learning um, for both sides. It's a quite an adventure process for two sides, and the team we have been working together and to have the trips and visits, and so it's really um, um, to provide uh, opportunities and for for um, the, all the team members and to get an in depth understanding of what is really happening in the industry in China. And uh, one of the very interesting results is the Viennese team. Uh, they curate an exhibition in Shenzhen during the Biennale time, uh, by City Biennale, Shenzhen, Hong Kong, and called the Unidentified Acts of Design. So they're really trying to work with uh, the industry in China. In fact, cases uh, that is previously not being acknowledged as uh, design practices. And then the, the exhibition going back to the UK in the Chinese gallery, so it's quite uh, an interesting correlation that uh, we established uh, through uh, smaller projects. Thank you. Any other? Ah, at the back? Right at the back? Um, thank you very much for your contribution. Very interesting in contribution. Um, I have several questions, um, too. <laughs> Okay. Um, the first one, I would be very interested if you could uh, speak a bit yeah. more about the school curriculum. Mm-hmm. Um, I would be quite interested to know if um, how it works in China. So is it uh, one school book that you have all over the country or is it several possibilities? Because what I know from Egypt at least is you have one state book for all of Egypt, mm-hmm. um, which is a bit problematic when you come to creative thinking. Uh, in in any field, in any scientific field, uh, and is a challenge. Um, and second, I would be very interested. Um, I know that uh, that there are a lot of museums being built currently in China on many many disciplines, uh, booming, um, which is uh, fundamental for building a good middle class, which already exists in China. Um, and I was very curious, um, how can museums and their researchers stay independent um, in a governmental finance projects? If uh, I would be quite interested in that. Thank you. Okay, so I can give a, a very straightforward answer to the first questions, which is uh, asking about the curriculum books for the school in China. Oh. 
Well, they are uh, standardized uh, curriculum books, but nowadays, and, and I think uh, the school um, being more open and to different kinds of sources that are also uh, doing educations and being and bringing new perspectives in the official curriculum. So there are opportunities for. Um, like uh, other uh, small initiatives that can um, also produce uh, curriculums and uh, so the curriculums can be uh, in a way uh, brought in uh, by the public schools. So there are cases happening around China in different cities. Um, with regard to the second questions about museum um, booming, well, it's indeed a quite a phenomenon... <laughs> Well, happening that right now in China for the recent uh, years. Um, well, there are lots of uh, researchers and uh, scholars, um, and uh, well, not always all the projects are supported uh, by the government. So there are also more and more private companies and uh, business. They also would like to be involved in the public culture sphere. So definitely there are more and more institutions being established. But also I think one of the major challenges definitely will be um, how to train um, professionals that can uh, well empower those institutions and to have those institutions really functioning and being active in creating or uh, invigorating the urban cultures rather than just having the building projects. Mm. And do you mean training, um, educating and, and training Chinese people or getting people some from somewhere else who are trained? Or do you feel well, it's important to keep it local? Yeah, I think all the possibilities. Okay, uh, uh. so basically just to have trained personnel. Yeah, because uh, um, the... Actually, the staffing for the cultural institutions in China are quite uh, different, and they are like um, um, well, which is people born in fifties or sixties that are already very established, and also uh, the younger generation, which is hugely different because they have the opportunities to study abroad and to receive knowledges and draw knowledge from different sources and then they go back to China with different kinds of visions so um, they need a kind of like uh, portals for them mm -hmm. to really entering in the cultural industry uh. thank you any further questions you don't have to be shy this is this is the moment where you can ask whatever you want to ask or give your input. Okay, then, then I have a question. Um, we've been asking the question, what can culture do? My question would be, what do you think design can do for culture? Well, that is an interesting question. And, uh, yeah. Well, design is a quite comprehensive idea, I would say. Um, it, um, in a way, tied to a more uh, philosophical thinking, because uh, from social many uh, like mechanisms, all aspects of the society we can 
talk about it has been designed, right? Uh, it is at the same time tied to very pragmatic things. For instance, in the company, uh, the designers, they're designing their new seasonal products, and so it's quite uh, driven by a very pragmatic purpose. Um, I think um, that is why I think design is uh, being related to many aspects of the discourses um, around people's everyday life and around every aspect of the society. Um, and uh, well, it's pretty much uh, depending on how we foster kind of like acknowledgement of design. And uh, sometimes it's about uh, design knowledge, design thinking, and also sometimes it's about uh, a skill of design or the technology that may equip, empower people and uh, to design. Um, well, yes, so um, the comprehensive programs that uh, the, so we can offer to the audiences that may trigger uh, the people to think about uh, further the design to get the agency to be involved uh, mm -hmm. uh, more actively and to have an empathy to understand their users, etc. So, mm -hmm. And what would interest me is before we were speaking about how the digitalization can help museums to maybe uh, access broader audiences or to change up the way people go through a museum. But what I would like to know is how do you feel is are digital applications actually being used themselves mm -hmm. uh, as a art form or design form? Okay, digital applications used as a design form is um, a very interesting question and I think it's a shared um, well problems or issues that we're facing right now. So the digital application to be applied in museums. So we have been talking about uh, uh, the museum translated itself in digital, like the collection translated into digital collections or uh, the um, uh, communities is translated into a kind of like platform, uh, online platform manner, etc. But it's well, it shapes, uh, it, it's it is to create a new image of public institution online, so in different uh, kinds of ways. But uh, to use digital application in design or art forms, so I think it's quite a new thing for lots of artists and the people are getting more and more interesting in probing uh, the available technologies that uh, 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 presented to them. Um, for instance, um, in the coming one month, we're going to open an exhibition on for, uh, virtual reality. And it is done um, by a very young um, Chinese design team uh, that they are supported by the HTC incubator with the equipment. So they start to do their algorithms, but also want to put the content um, built on top of that algorithm. So we are fostering this kind of uh, uh, creations um, by using new technologies through exhibitions. So what would it look like if, if, I'm, uh, if I go to this exhibition? I put on uh, the VR um, 
what do you call it, glasses. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, and, and then I see design pieces or, or are those experiences? Do you know what it's going to look like? Or? Yeah, we, um, we have a, a path for the visitors. So there are a series of works. So um, to, from augmented reality, because uh, the algorithm for their technology is more enable people to walk uh, within a five meter, uh, multiple 10 meter space. Mm -hmm. So you can actually uh, walk in um, surreal, um, a virtual um, reality with your um, like uh, retinal experiences mm -hmm. but uh, in fact you can also touch upon some things that is really happening in the reality so uh, we give a, a, a kind of like gradual entering into these pieces mm -hmm. starting from having people to understand what technology can bring to them and to manipulate their sensories etc and then gradually entering into these pieces and do you feel that Digital applications are used more as a tool to help. For example, let's say you're, you're creating a design piece and um, you use digital applications to, to create it. Or do you feel that it's going more and more into its own design and art form, like, for example, with virtual reality or augmented reality? Well, because I... I well, I never thought about it in this way, but uh, I think virtual reality, well, the technology really enables um, the artists and designers to think differently. Um, because um, we just done an exhibition, which is also the grand opening exhibition for Design Society uh, called Minding the Digital. And it is a quite uh, comprehensive exhibition and to talking about, okay, well, well, the, we are brought up uh, the the economic uh, or uh, entrepreneur aspects for digital uh, revolutions or uh, development of internet and uh, technologies. Uh, what will be on the humanity level? How the designer may channel people through their design talents and by uh, using digital technology to create more thought-provoking um, and beneficial um, projects, also empowering people to participate in the creating process. Um, so there are lots of uh, new technologies enable designers and equip people like um, some of them maybe regular peoples because you never think about you can do design through your software um, but some of them um, maybe the technology is more sophisticated and it changes the, the, the mind of people of using technology for, for instance uh, virtual reality so it's not confronting people with uh, three dimensional or two dimensional so it's entirely creating an immersive experience it's more like you're creating something like a theater, mm -hmm. but also have a correlation with the the realities. So, yeah, uh, I more see technology brings um, possibilities um, for um, excellent designers and artists and curious designers and artists. Thank you. At the back, we have one question. Yeah, thank you very much, Miss um, Zhao. I have a quick question. Um, and I think in China, inside China, museums that works and focuses on the same similar issues or design is rather rare. You're one of the very earliest design museum or design platform in China. Um, 
even though that you're based in the south part of China. So I'm just wondering, um, in your recent planning or the long-term planning or middle-term planning, um, do you um, foresee that you will play the role in the pan-China area, which means, you know, because of the rest of China, there's simply just no one could possibly play the role. Um, so it's about you're based in one city, but whether you will have the diameter to cover um, majority part of China. And I also have a second question, if I may. Um, in your work, do you focus with um, designer, designers, their creative work? Or at the same time, you also directly tackle um, the environmental issues, the um, the functional issues, or the social structure issues within China um, directly, you know, without um, being restrained by the industry production lines. So this is just my really my question, and you know, whether your museum would play that um, urgency, urgent role where actually there's no other institute would possibly play. Um, okay. Yeah. Thanks. thanks for the questions. Um, well, the Design Society doesn't call itself as a museum. Uh, we really call ourselves Design Society, and it's quite interesting because design is used as a noun, also as a verb. So, firstly, as a noun, it's really the, an effort to connect people together and to shape um, and to figure out uh, the, the the design ecosystem and uh, to build the networks between different participants in the design industry to, and, and to to connect people together. And use of verb is really to address the most responsive issues that relevant issues that. Uh, uh, we may have an impact or provoke thinkings uh, through uh, the other programs we have been doing. Um, we are currently thinking about now to have an ambition on <laughs> geographical measurement, but it's more um, thinking about how to uh, expand ourselves uh, uh, through dialogues with different uh, active participants in the design industries in China and around the world. Um, we are creating different types of exhibitions, which we are going to gradually launch to the public. So we're thinking to work with college and universities and to really provide uh, platforms for people to understand uh, what is the achievements for the educational fields on design. We're also thinking about to pr provide um, uh, podiums for the industries because uh, sometimes all the products the company are producing with clear um, 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 like purpose-driven uh, products not to really have the opportunity to enter into a public platform, but we, but for design society, we really want to um, create and foster a more diverse, uh, diversified uh, platform for all the people participating in this. So, we would like to give platform to the industry associations as well. And also, we do self-researched exhibitions as the one we talk about, Mending the Digital, and we're going to open the next in August, um, called uh, um, 
uh, craft the reset, so which is all addressing uh, a quite interconnected and controversial or sometimes thought provoking relevant problems that uh, are happening uh, around the design field. Um, I hope it answers. Any other questions? Okay, so maybe you could tell us what the next steps are to expect maybe this year of the Design Society, and then perhaps you can tell me what you feel are the most necessary steps that need to be done to achieve progress. Okay, I think the next step, well, um, I think definitely is to foster our collaborations uh, with uh, international institutions, with the VNA, and uh, we're currently um, thinking about uh, how to uh, build on top of the legacy uh, of the passing few years and how to really um, um, make uh, the collaboration more beneficial and to um, the design discourses around the world and also in China. And also, as I mentioned, um, the exhibition, we are constantly expand the scope of the exhibition uh, to give the podium not just for self-curated exhibition, but also um, to others and to bring in different thinkings and perspectives and uh, different, uh, like... Uh, happenings in the design industry into our institution and uh, also educational um, aspects is one of the major concern that design society would uh, love to expand um, so education on on design or education on, yeah, on culture and in collaboration with schools okay um, and what do you feel are the are the largest challenges that and the obstacles that need to be removed in order to, to move forward? Well, there are lots of uh, obstacles in the pragmatic sense. Mm -hmm. um, but as I said, I think this project starts from the very beginning. is designed to be a very difficult project mm -hmm. because we have conquered a lot of obstacles like the most simple to say like time difference or mm -hmm. <laughs> this kind of different way uh, of working at different institutions and how to merge these two together and how to be more open-mindedly etc. So I think uh, with a kind of like uh, trust and confidence in collaborations uh, um, and also um, being very open-mindedly I think um, well. So you feel like the, the largest obstacles have already been removed and that if you go further the, on the same path that you have been on it's the right path well i hope so okay. but uh, yeah <laughs> okay thank you so any final remarks or questions any questions if there's no questions i'm going to ask the audiences <laughs> i think that's a great idea okay <laughs> go ahead well, I, I don't know any of you has experience in working domestically and also abroad. If any of you has experience, would you please raise your hands? Okay, F1, I think you as well. No others? 
Okay, so um, can you share with me your experience and uh, uh, do you feel challenges or are you thrilled by the cultures or way of working um, to the other sides of the world? So we have two, two ladies to answer the, the question. One uh, in the front row and one at the back. Yeah, with the Maybe you can introduce yourself first. Yeah. My name is uh, Dorette Mumma. I currently work for HKW, Hafte Kultur in der Welt, which is um, like a, a cultural space uh, where uh, we uh, show exhibitions, but also uh, there's a lot of music, music festivals going on, literature, and so on and so forth. And I've worked um, domestically in, uh, at, uh, abroad um, with international colleagues in different projects. Um, I always feel like uh, you can't have enough... Uh, international experience and international exchange because um, alone like the world uh, the word culture alone what culture can do I, I feel like it's uh, it's defined uh, slightly different even uh, amongst uh, or like uh, within Germany and uh, its neighboring countries so when you cross the border to the Netherlands the working culture museum culture um, is already um, a bit different there. Um, there are completely different approaches uh, regarding um, engaging with audiences and um, you know cultural education and so on and so forth. Um, I would uh, say that we also, or I personally, learned um, a lot from from British uh, museums and institutions, and that's why I'm uh, always um, you know, trying to um, to have exchanges with uh, colleagues from from Asia or from from Africa because. Those are countries where I didn't work so far. Like I, I didn't go there and realize projects over over the years, um, and it's uh, fascinating uh, to me to have um, those exchanges because. Um, uh, what I've learned is that um, it's not the the broad uh, overall concepts alone that are you know that that might differ, but also you know the everyday um, approach to how to start, how to kick off a project, um, where you know um, how how hierarchy uh, comes into play, um, how you uh, engage with um, donors and so on and so forth. So these um, these are very um, uh, important aspects, I'd say, and you. Can't can't learn enough about that because that's uh, where you um, make basic mistakes that might hinder you from, you know, actually realizing uh, what you want to do. So you feel like it's always an enriching experience? Of course, yes. Sometimes it's um, it's frustrating, I'd say, okay. but that's just part of, uh, of the learning proce process, isn't okay. it? I guess we've all had um, like frustrated uh, experiences where we we thought, okay, something went wrong. What was it exactly? Because according to what I've learned and uh, experience, I, I did, you know, I, I don't know where the mistake was, and then um, you really have to find a way to communicate uh, openly. With, with colleagues and, you know, understand about how things go over there and are done over there. Thank you. And uh, one... Uh uh, we, Edis Architecture Forum, uh, started collaboration with China 17 years ago. And this was at a time when the architects first time could work 
in private offices before they'll work in offices of the government or the state. Whoop. Wait a minute. <laughs> Headphones. <laughs> And uh, we are very often in China. We have an intense dialogue. I think you know about that. And in these 17 years, we had, I would say, eight to ten exhibitions with China. And the first, not easy, what you said. It's really not easy. But we love what is going on in this country. And we love the exchange. And we talked with Martin Roth about that. And... Uh, so it's uh, you never and we made the experience that at a special moment somebody said from whoever how we have not a good relation with China politically so uh, why do you do so much projects with China and I said first we are interested but second because there are not so good at that time political relations culture is really the most important to break uh, the walls and to come together. And uh, we just had an exhibition finished uh, this weekend on um, Chinese uh, project, very important, because in China something happened, what never happened here until now. We have an exhibition on rural move. So China is now, as a part of the central decision, government decision, looking on the rural side and to upgrade it, really great project to help people to stay in the country because of different, different reasons to also to can make money with architectural interventions. And uh, next week we have an exhibition with your city, as far as I know, Shenzhen. And I just, uh, it's on Friday, so what... I heard about that as Great special. stuff you are building, and, and it's again, and that's what I want to say, a very intensive, good dialogue and discussion, and I have to say, over so many years, close friendships. Thank you so much. And uh, right at the back, the lady... Well, thanks for the question. I would take this opportunity really to. Um, hello, I said I'm. My name is Chen Yang. Um, I'm the founder and director of Vikultur GmbH here in Berlin. I've been involved with the museum world uh, for more than 12 years in the first um, earlier stage of my career, and I work in Beijing uh, in the Millennium Art Museum and in the Asia Society in New York during Clinton time. And I've also worked with, uh, collaborated the project uh, with the Haus der Guten der Welt, this Über Schönheit, uh, 2005. And I would bring time as a dimension into this debate. I have witnessed on both sides of the Atlantic and also in the um, East Asia and Europe, the whole world really changed. Um, and... By the time when I was in New York, um, the A Society involved in making things happen, bring um, political, uh, educational, cultural events together, and really player um, in that sense. And then in Beijing, that was the very beginning of that museum started to really play the role. And we in the museum we brought um, design, film, Wim Wenders. 
of Frank Gehry Architects uh, into the museum. That was 2004. At the time, there was actually very, very small uh, construction um, going on in Beijing, not yet as vast as we see today. Um, and then the, you know, the whole structure started to change uh, dramatically. And then the, you know, China started to have this Olympics and all the um, playing forces in cultural and urban um, development. And then in Europe as well, you know, this is kind of outreaching. So in the last 10, 15, less than 20 years, this outreaching through cultural programs, through museums, through um, intellectuals, you know, becomes to be such a um, vibrant uh, field. So I'm just really um, would put um, at this stage to say, you know, cultural uh, activists would continue to have this um, energy to bring the awareness before everyone started to work on it, be aware of it, and be a player, and also organizing of new knowledge um, and different knowledges between different continents and work together. Um, so I, I really think the museum is really at the best place and best time ever. Thanks. Thank you so much for those uh, final words that actually changed the question around what can culture do as an answer what culture can do? Well, uh, it reminds me, actually, I started to work in the museum industry starting in Beijing, National Art Museum of China in 2005. Indeed, as you said, I think at the time China started to do lots of exchange programs with the countries abroad and the so-called cultural diplomacy and to establish relationships with culture, with other countries and one of the key exchanges about uh, exhibitions. But, um, well, during the process, we have been doing design society. We have the sense that, uh, um, because I was talking with my previous colleagues and working in the VNA, um, really the most uh, precious result of this collaboration is uh, we're trying to set up a network in China uh, for the, in the industry and also uh, we're trying to set up a connections cross-culture, cross-society that really foster uh, in-depth understanding and creating opportunities for people to understand uh, the reality or the, the things happening from various perspectives. I think that is something should be considered as uh, the future of the institutional collaboration. Oh. Thank you so much, Zhao Rong, for your input and for this really great and interesting discussion. We've reached the end of our sessions and of our breakout sessions, but thank you all, of course, for participating and for really seeing this as a place for debate, for discussion, for inspiration, for communication. And of course, you've got the opportunity later today to get together with a glass of wine, with some food and carry on the discussions. That is what this is all about. Um, after a very short break, we're going to have a wrap up on the main stage and then after that, the festive dinner. But at this point, I want to say thank you so much to all of our wonderful speakers. Jiao Rong, to you. Thank you all for participating. Well. and Have a wonderful remaining evening. Thank you.